Buenos dias, mi muchachos, and welcome to another exciting edition of La Guerra Mieda Semana, loosely translated to La Midweek War! Right, one of four Midweek War podcasts we bring you here every week as we bring you the finest in Wednesday Night Professional Wrestling. We're starting out strong this week with Lucha Underground, Ultima Lucha Part 1. I'm your pal in the mainstream media. And that is my pal in Poughkeepsie, New York, Mad Mike, El Diablo himself. What's up, buddy? Oh, my God. Ultimately, I, I went to go see Minions and John Cena's penis last night. And when I came home, I knew I wasn't going to be able to watch everything like I normally do. But I had to start with Ultima Lucha. I had to. And it was the right call. It was yeah, the it was- right call. Decision. This is definitely uh, was all that's cracked up to me, so it's exciting. And we have part two next week. Which so is even more, two hours. Which is two hours. So three hours of this craziness. <laughs> so good. Um, so much stuff to talk about. So let's just jump right into it the way we always do. And let's uh, give me your one word, your um palabra for uh, Ultima Lucha part one. Oh, man, there, there, was so, there was so much good stuff. Um, I will say... Strapped. Strapped. Very mm-hmm. nice. Um, let's see. A lot of different directions I could go with on this one. Um, I don't want to be too cheeky. I'll go with Stomp for that <laughs> great moment from Cage. Just that, that paid off so wonderfully for me. Oh, God, yes. I, all right. We're going to get into everything. But my favorite part of that match, they didn't go in the ring once. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the whole match. Like, they, like false can anywhere matches. It, sadly, at least seven out of ten times end in the ring. This one, these motherfuckers did not go in the ring. I was so excited by that. I liked, um, I liked Vampiro on commentary asking if the ring could be taken out so they would have more room to fight. <laughs> I'm like, that's a hell of an idea. It really is. Just just lay some mats out. Uh, let's uh let's do your good real quick before we right. get carried away. Give me your bueno, Mike. Um me bueno. Drago and fucking nunchucks, man. <laughs> fucking nunchucks. I mean I did, like w- they show us the promo videos where Drago was training with nunchucks and all that stuff. And I remember those because they were awesome. Mm-hmm. But to actually bring them out and use them more, like, I, my childhood came right back to me. And if he was a giant turtle instead of a giant dragon, <laughs> yeah, he was every, he was every little kid who ever watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in that moment as he just started to wail away on him. But, uh, you know, I, I recalled um, as he was banging away on Hernandez with those nunchucks. I couldn't help but recall that I believe X-Pac, X-Pac in one of his incarnations once used uh, nunchucks too. When was that, Mike? Do you remember? Um, when he was feuding with the Lethal Weapon, Steve Blackman. Oh, that's nice. Because Blackman had the little uh, Campo sticks. Right, his little shorty sticks. Yeah, those were fun. Uh, oh my, I, I, you know what? If I this is a complete sidebar. If I could bring back one wrestler from the Attitude Era and just stick him in Lucha Underground, it would be Steve Goddamn Blackman. <laughs> Do you know how of all amazing the people. he would be? Yes, of yeah. all the people. Uh, I wouldn't bring back Austin. I wouldn't bring back 
Owen Hart. I, I wouldn't bring back Eddie Guerrero, Chris Jericho, The Rock, Triple H, none of them. I would bring back Steve Blackman and Stickman, goddamn Lucha Underground. Steve Blackman would be amazing in Lucha Underground, but I think I can think of at least one guy who would be even more amazing in Lucha Underground from the Attitude Era. If you say Val Venus. I was about to say, if you say Val Venus, I swear Val to God. Val Venus would reach peak Val Venus. Oh, oh, he, oh he would. All right, we're on the we're on the uh, Matt. What was your bueno this week? That your freaking bueno? opener falls count anywhere. <laughs> that match, I'm like, I, I love it when I watch an opener, an opening match for three hours of wrestling that these fans are going to sit through. I'm like, they're coming out too hot. They're coming out too hot. That match was crazy. We had a stunner. We had a cooler of beer. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been Matt McCarthy's cooler of beer, but I'm not certain about it. But Oh, that just, as it may, just um, everything. I love. All right, consistency of storytelling, Mike. Mm-hmm. You, of course, you recall everything about Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. Do you recall the cage of vignettes when he was in street fights? They would hit him over the head with a beer bottle, and it didn't hurt him. And that's what happened. And the mm-hmm. Mac hit cage with a beer bottle, and immediately thought, "That's not going to work." And sure enough, it didn't work. The I the- loved it. The only minor qualm I have about the entire match, the only minor, minor qualm is the camera angle they showed when they were setting up for the finish. We should not have seen those cinder blocks. They should have been a surprise. You know what? You can't hide everything. And I, I I, really, I'm aware of that. I'm aware I, of that, I, but I still. Like, I kind of like sometimes like seeing an object in the corner and being like, I wonder, are, are they going to go there? Okay. Yeah, they did. You know, and just like doing a bring it back a nice fat curb stomp into a cinder block on Ultima Lucha, which is kind of like a big old F you to WWE in a way. And at least to me, you know, poor Seth Rollins has been neutered, his his finish was taken away. <laughs> yeah, and, and manages to break people's noses. Well, as, as I was telling Mike, we're well, holy tangent, we're on tangents tonight. Yeah. But anyway, as I told my coworker, screw the pedigree. That knee is the finish now for mm-hmm. Seth Rollins. He just start beating people with that tiger fun. knee. Tiger <laughs> knee. Um, what should we do next? Um, oh, I, 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 need to, with- I need to say something about the uh, oh, that false can eightwear match. Reminded me of when I was younger, but probably not as young as you're imagining, and I was playing with my wrestling figures. And I had all of the little weapons lying around, and I would just have the wrestlers go around because I set up the whole pool table like with all of my wrestling accoutrement on there, and they would just go around, beat the shit out of each other. That's what that match was. It was <laughs> That's exactly hot. it. It was super hot. That crowd was live for mm-hmm. that match. It was great. It was an awesome opener. Um, well, you know what? It's not all good. On every show, so we have to pick out something bad. So tell me, Mike, what was your malo? Your bad for uh, Ultima Lucha? Um, my malo is real life. Mm-hmm. Real life, because God damn, I wish Ivelisse wasn't injured. Yeah, that's and to be fair, though, they spun it the most positive way they could have. They spun it the most positive way they could have. But I, I just wish Ivelisse wasn't injured so we could have had a proper trios match. But, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you got to you gotta turn shit into shish kebab sometimes. I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe she was still on crutches. I mean, it's been a while since we'd seen the, uh, I'm sorry, 
team havoc. Uh, oh <laughs> fuck that! Their team dysfunctions. They, they said that. They said that. Um, I didn't make that up. Um, but I was even still surprised to see her coming out on the crutches. I'm like, damn! She, I can't believe they worked around her busted leg for basically half of the season. And yep. just kind of like, oh, it's part of the story. It's part of the story. And then, uh, yeah, something else. Amazing. Um, Mike, my Malo, and uh, you may disagree with me on this, but I- I'm having a hard time with this. But <laughs> who in the hell is El Dragon Azteca? And why do I care? Oh, oh no, no, no. Listen to me. All right. No. Up. I don't know who this man is. He's Matt, just like, yes, he's do. Black Lotus's sensei. No, Matt. And they Matt. told him if you go into the temple, you'll you'll die in the temple. I'm like, none of this makes any sense. Matt, Matt, you know well, exactly. Every time I is. see him, I think it's Blue Demon for a split second, and then I have to remind myself what's going on. Matt, what? Do you know who El Dragon Azteca is? I have no idea who El Dragon Azteca is. Don't in... spoil it for me. No, 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 no. I'm not spoiling. I haven't read oh, spoilers. Okay. okay. In the first episode of Lucha Underground, we opened with Prince Puma being saved by a masked wrestler. Mm-hmm. That masked wrestler was El Dragon Azteca. It's too far back. They haven't even replayed that. They have not replayed that. I know, I know. But... They're having a hard time bringing me up to speed, and this guy is being set up as the most one of the most important characters on this show, and I have no clue. I, I just me- don't understand. I don't feel like it, it's been. I don't feel like enough explanation has been going on here. He's just the guy who shows up every two months, and I'm supposed to really get it. But I don't think we're supposed to really get it yet. I think we're just supposed to be reminded of got two hours to make me get it. So. Yeah, exactly. They have two fucking hours, and I have a feeling that Blue Demon and Tejano match. That's just going to go off the rails. <laughs> That's going to go off the rails in a hurry. I just have a real bad feeling yeah, it's gonna about be, that. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that one plays out. Um, okay. You did a good. I did a good. Yes. I did a bad. You did a bad. Yes. Now it's time for what you would change about Ultima Lucha this week. Your combio, Mike. Um, it's... It's tough. Uh, I I think I would have had um, Dario Cueto on camera in the in the temple in his tuxedo. Yeah, because his glass of champagne. Because holy shit, he he is (laughs) he is a styling styling man. And I tweeted last night. I said I will never look as good in anything as. At real Dario Cueto looks in his tux, and he responded. He's like, "No, you won't." So, <laughs> so he he laid down he the law. He knows. He knows. But I think he respects you for admitting it. Oh, of course. I think Dario respects you for that. I liked how that was like the first shot you see mm-hmm. is like Dario in a tux, and you're just like, "Yes, this is a special night." <laughs> Dario's in a tux. <laughs> I this almost, this I almost might be the biggest night it. in the history of our sport. I almost would have loved it if Stryker and Vampiro were also in tuxes, but Vampiro had his wrestling gear on under his tux. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to like, it was like a pull-away tux that he took off for his match next week. 
Maybe maybe Stryker should have had the tuxedo T-shirt underneath his. Uh... I I'd be I'd accept that too. I'd accept that as well. Very uh, nice, Matt. How about your cambio? Uh, the one thing that I would have changed, and I I felt like as as much fun as the Believers Backlash match was, I felt like maybe the stipulation wasn't quite earned. Like there had been like maybe like one and a half interactions between Hernandez and the actual fans in the temple. And I feel like they needed to do like two or three, maybe, maybe Hernandez needed to like kill someone in the audience or something. <laughs> I just felt like it, as, as much fun as the match was, I felt like it wasn't quite, they didn't quite earn the stipulation in the lead up to Ultima Lucha. So when Drago and a dozen or so fans are just mercilessly slapping Hernandez, even though we all hate Hernandez. I'm kind of like, I kind of feel bad for him. See, he's kind of getting whooped. In my head canon, all of those people that they got to be the believers for the believers backlash, um, they all were members of the Impact Zone. <laughs> In my head canon, they're all like. Dude, we watched you in Orlando for years, and you did nothing. <laughs> they were all like in there, and their little head bubbles. They were like, "You ruined three straight weeks of impact." <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's an easy feat. Uh, Not too bad. Um, let's go back to the opening segment of Ultima Lucha. Uh-huh. Uh, we talked about Dario's tuxedo, but there was a lot of exposition going on in this scene where Dario is talking to Black Lotus, who's apparently been in this cage for about three years now because she looks like hell. <laughs> um, um, Matt, Dario Matt. is in a tux. I, I need he to ask something about that, Black Lotus. All right, let's leave that on a few yeah, high okay. points here real quick. Okay, First okay. of all, a couple points that I think Dario tried to make. First of all, he believes Matanza is a patsy for mm-hmm. El Dragon Azteca. Mm-hmm who may actually be the one who's responsible for killing Black Lotus's parents. And also, a question for you, Mike. Is Black Lotus going to punch her way through that wall? That's what I was going to ask! Like, they've done so much of Kill Bill that I saw her punching. I'm like, dude, did she train with Pai Mei? What the fuck is going on here? Like, if Black Lotus punches through concrete, I'm convinced she will be the one to defeat Mil Mortis. <laughs> convinced because if you can punch through a motherfucking concrete wall you can punch your way through death um is did, did are we getting a what do you think about this uh matanza's a patsy el dragon azteca actually killed your parents do you do you, is there even a <laughs> is there even a sliver of hope in your mind that dario was telling the truth i hope against hope that Matanza is actually Black Lotus's father. <laughs> like, like we got, I hope we have a Star Wars situation where he's in a mask and Black Lotus obviously doesn't recognize him. El Dragon Azteca screams, you were the chosen one. Like, I, I need a whole lot of things to happen. Maybe Matanza bites off Dario's arm. I don't know. Something. <laughs> I feel there needs. There's going to be some crazy revelation to this. And I'm <laughs> all in. So I'm, help oh. me, God. 
I better get some closure on Matanza because this thing's been eating me alive. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's eating me no. alive, Mike. No, no, you're not bail. You're not bail. Kill bail. Ah, one. kill bail! Kill bail! Yes, we came full circle. How did we not do that for so long? All right, Matt. Yeah. This is this is the last time we may be able to do this. If you can cast Matanza, what wrestler? Currently not in WWE or TNA uh, or ROH. Not to be racist. <laughs> um, okay, if it's Black Lotus's, if it could be Black Lotus's father, that opens up a whole another section <laughs> of people who it could be. I'm gonna go with. I don't know. I want it to be Goldberg. <laughs> oh my god! All oh, right, it's not gonna be Goldberg. You know who I? You know who I will accept. Right, here, here's a. I have a question for you. Okay, okay. give me your answer now. Give All right. I want it to be, and I don't know why this name came to my brain. Sylvester Turkai. <laughs> I'll just say I think he's. I think he's down here somewhere in Southwest PA. I'm gonna have to track him down. Maybe <laughs> you're that or Monty Brown. Oh, that'd be amazing. I don't think Monty's tall enough for the part. Probably but, not. But uh, he's got the right attitude, I think. Oh, that would not make much sense. Um, will you be okay if they reveal Matanza and you don't recognize who he is? Like, he's, a, actor. he's a stunt double. Absolutely. Hell, I'd be okay if they revealed Matanza and it's someone like Masquerita Sagrada. I'd be, <laughs> I'm okay with <laughs> anything they decide to do. I just want to see it. You just want the payoff. Just give me the payoff. I, I need... I'm so <laughs> invested. In, like, I never watched Lost, but I'd imagine this is what it was like the week before the Smoke Monster reveal. That's what I imagine. <laughs> My body is ready. This is how you build a proper storyline. You've got people like Mike and I aching to yes. see Matanza. Please, we just want to see him, and we want to see him eat someone again. Just make this happen. This is like the higher power times infinity. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, I it's love crazy. it. It's absolutely crazy. Hell, um, you know what? Even if it's someone that we know, like, if it's someone that we've already seen on the show before, like, El Mariachi Loco, I'd be okay with it. I'd be oh, okay. yeah. I don't know how it would work, but I'd be okay with it. It just—it has to be like the most beastly, ghastly human being on the face of the earth. I don't know where you find one of those. I mean, I have ideas, but a lot of those guys are taken right now. Or um, dead. Or, yeah. Okay. Or John well, John Tenta. Oh, jeez. All right. Um, let's talk about the trios match real quick, Mike. <laughs> I was very excited to see that um, they have color-coded the Disciples of Death, uh, for my convenience. Uh, not that I remember any of their names, but I know they gave them names. Um, hold on, hold on. Trace, I remember Trace. Um, Couture, no, Trace, no. he had 13 on his head. Oh, um, very nice. Yeah. Um, El Diablo, no, El, El Blanco something. Okay. And one was like the Sinister Death or something like that. You could be Spanish. making this up, and I would believe you because I don't remember. <laughs> It doesn't matter. They won the trios championship, Mike. This is we the are first getting, title change. We are getting a sad ending to the to the story of the trios division on Lucha Underground. Yes, a sad um, ending. Well, I mean, I think it was kind of necessary. 
we've we haven't had a title change on Lucha Underground yet, so it was a first. I also think it might have been necessary to reinforce the fact that to defeat um, one of Katrina's charges, you must get the stone away from her. It's kind of like the urn. You can't win while Paul Bearer has the urn. You got to get the urn away from him. You got to get the stone away from Katrina. Perhaps you recall when Phoenix defeated Mil um, Muertes that they lost possession of the stone there briefly and Phoenix was able to defeat him, right? Yes. So this is a key plot point. Oh, yeah. Well, they even meant, they almost meant, like, they didn't show us a camera angle of what the disciples were doing, but when Katrina lost the rock, I assume they just completely powered down, like, <laughs> they just fell over. Yeah. I would be amazed if they did something like that. Like, I, I mean, I own not it's almost like a reverse Superman type of thing. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It's like the, um, it's like the alien army from Avengers. Once you destroy the mothership, it's just they all just yeah. It's a hive mind. It's a hive mind. It's fine. Exactly. Totally. Um, and I, I did like that we got some Evilise on Katrina action. I thought that was great. It's yep. one of the only times in Lucha Underground there's actually been woman on woman combat. Some girl on girl action. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to avoid that phrase, but okay. Well, I mean, just call it what it is, Mike. I mean, I ain't gonna yeah, lie. I mean, they did have the lick of death afterwards, which um, humana, humana. I mean, hubba, you know, hubba, hubba. not not bad, not bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um, Striker and Vampiro chugging Miller lights at the announce desk. How did you feel about that? <laughs> I know our friend Antonio Garza is gonna be like, Miller lights clearly got a deal. I hey, you know what? I'm okay with sponsor, it. I thought beer didn't sponsor wrestling, Mike, but Miller lights all over my screen on Lucha. Beer may sponsor the El Rey Network. Maybe. Because, you know, it's Robert Rodriguez. So, But uh, I'm okay with it. It's fine. I hope Vampiro's not drunk for his match. Wouldn't hurt. To go a little <laughs> drunken master. Uh, in there. <laughs> oh, man. We're mixing so many genres. Um, <laughs> is there anything else you want to chime in here about uh, Drago and Hernandez? There was a lot to... Enjoy about this. Oh, they're the really backlash match. I lo- do you think the fans deserved an entrance? Uh, I'm only going to say yes because I suggested if there's another Believers backlash match that the Mayhem crew would be perfect for this. Mm-hmm. And I got a big thumbs up from uh from Krista Joseph. So yeah, sure. They deserved an entrance and everything. I'd like to see them. Power up the smoke machine, play a little basic sickness. We'll come strolling in. Absolutely. In and our plus, well-coordinated Mayhem Show t-shirts, which you can I don't know go about get right now at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. We already got a couple people on the West Coast. I would not want to be hit with a leather strap by V-Rock. Not at no, all. Definitely nope. not. Nope. nope. That would hurt. Most that definitely. Hurt. Um. <laughs> see, anyway, there's a few great moments from this match I just want to single out. First of all, um, Drago getting border tossed onto a pile of fans. Yes. Pretty fantastic. awesome. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, and then and Drago, I believe Vampiro called, uh, Vamp called it bowling for dollars. Yeah, they never called it the border toss. It's too bad. Well, it's it's really, really racist. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I didn't mean to. I, I just no, say what no, the wrestling tells no, me to say. No, it's I'm fine. I mean, that's what you call it. Tells me to call these moves. Yeah, well, they wanted to call it the Razor's Edge instead, but that's all right. <laughs> um, and then Drago with the pinpoint precision with the the with the mist on the, in mid. Oh, in that mid was really good. That was fantastic. He hit him. It looked like he hit him square in the face. 
Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Also, Matt, one final thing. What the hell is a Sierra, a Cerro Mierdo match? Zero fear. Yeah. You got me. You got me. I, I'm curious. You know what? I just They just had it underneath there for weeks, and they never really mentioned it. But, they but then they were all said. suddenly making a deal out of it. Like, oh, we have an idea. This is what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What kind of – well, you – let's see. There's still no stip for um, Johnny Mundo and Alberto El Patron, which actually feels – it's kind of okay at this point because this feels like there's enough stips at this point anyways. And mm-hmm. I think Johnny Mundo and Alberto can have just a match. And plus, under, at, at um, some random point – it's going to go wild. So. At a random point, it could end a DQ and – Dario could just come out and say, no, 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 this is Ultimo Lucha. Restart the match. And, and bring me another bottle of champagne. Yeah, no. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Um, so you don't have a theory on the uh, Cerro Miedo I think match? I think it's an I quit match. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I, I think it's an I quit match. I, I, I don't know why, because they don't, no, ha- they don't, have, they don't have, like, an analog for that, so... No, it's okay because Pentagon has been uh, submitting people left and right, mm-hmm. or worse. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but knowing Vampiro, it could be a number of things. It, it could like uh, in the preview, I saw fire. I don't know what that plays into anything. Who knows? It's gonna be wild. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be wild. Nice. And we're uh, gonna have we're an hour long podcast about it next week. I think we are. It's gonna be fantastic, um, and it's so exciting to taking this journey through this entire season of this show we all jumped on at the beginning and we didn't know quite what we we're gonna get and it's been an amazing ride it's just gotten better and better i don't know if any of you folks out there have gotten a chance to see the 37 minute super cut of the entire season <laughs> it's amazing um and it's a great refresher and it's just like stuff that i can't believe that i forgot and you could feel like there was that point during the season where like everything started to click and just like it became non-stop awesome. it was right around grave consequences yeah, right around there, like maybe, maybe like like people kept asking me like where should I start watching, like if I didn't start at the beginning, and I never had a good answer. But I think now the right answer is uh, when Alberto El Patron debuted. I think that's the spot to jump on. I would say when Puma got the official Lucha Underground title, like Puma got the official one from Cage. I think that's a good that's a good jumping off point. Because you ha- you have like Kate dripping the the first title in half, and then like um, Dario brings out the real one, the one that we know and love now. I think that's a, that's a good jumping off because that's also before Grave Consequences. I think that was the week before. So anyway, it's going to be awesome, and we're going to endlessly talk about it next week. We may even do a podcast after the podcast to talk about Luigi even more because we are we we are, we are so all over this. Yeah, I mean we, we we should just do a season review. We should just go back to the beginning. We're going to re-review every show. Yes, it's yeah, not like we're going to have anything else to watch. Mike here's, watch Mike, here's a stupid question. Yes, Matt? Where do you rank Lucha Underground among the four shows that aired on Wednesday night this week? Numero uno! That's the correct answer. Also for me, numero uno. Hey, every, all you other shows, good effort this week from all you guys. We'll be talking about it more as we run through the rest of the Midweek Board podcast. We split it all up to make it easy Honestly, for you. Two, three, and four is hard to pick. Hard to pick out this week. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So we do. We're doing a podcast, a midweek war podcast for Lucha. We do one for NXT. We do one for ROH and uh, the other show, Impact. That's right. And uh, we break it up so you get to listen to them all, or just one at a time, whatever your pleasure. Um, so thanks for listening and thanks for supporting. Go to the WrestlingMayhemShow.com 
to subscribe, however you want to get your finer audio, and uh, rate, review, subscribe. Do us a solid. Help us out. And uh, we will see you next time on La Guerra Mieda Semana, otherwise known as The Midweek War!